What up all you beautiful misfits and rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 236 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, I spoke with Willow Sauna from willowlovesyou.com. And boy, was this episode necessary for me to hear. She was so sweet when she reached out when she heard me speak about that moment I had in Mexico where I was just feeling like this crazy energy shift, spiritual awakening, kundalini awakening, call it what you will. She's had many experiences similar to mine and felt like she needed to reach out just to lend support, which I was so grateful to get. And this episode really hits home in a lot of ways for me and points in directions that I knew I needed to go or didn't know I needed to go, but maybe needed to step into. And I think it'll do the same for you. So big shout out to Will. Thank you for coming and just bringing it so real, so raw, so transparent. And just a little disclaimer for some of you folks out there who have specific ways you like to talk about spirituality. Throughout this episode, she uses terms and I use terms that you may not agree with. That's okay. You can maybe look into something that you believe and find a connection. And if you really just don't feel like this is what you connect with, by all means, you don't have to keep listening. But I do urge you to look within the things that you do believe in, do align with, and see if there is some connectivity in what she's saying. So with that said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Willow Sana from willowlovesyou.com. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Kruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today I'm joined by Willow Sana. You might remember her from episode 112 when she joined us. And happy to have you back, Willow. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back, Chapin. Thanks for having me. It's nice that you are here because I really appreciate you reaching out after listening to an episode, a few episodes back where I kind of talked about this moment I had in Mexico that really just threw me through a loop and to have you reach out randomly. It's nice to know that you listen to, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, made me feel good. And uh, you're just offering your services because as you said, this is your, your zone of genius, helping entrepreneurs through these moments. What, what's your tagline? Kind of it's what, like helping heart-centered entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one major thing that I do is empowering visionary entrepreneurs into heart-centered action. And then another thing I call myself as a doula for hatching these big ideas. So they, they kind of go hand in hand, right? Getting you into to aligned heart-centered action so that you can actually create and download and serve the world with the gifts that are coming through you. Can you tell me, my audience, what heart-centered action means to you? Aligned, I would say. Heart-centered action is just really another way to say aligned action. What that means in particular, especially in this you know, day and age of online and all the, the how-tos that we have access to out there, is making sure that you're not just doing something out of a should or a supposed to, or this is what somebody else told me that I should do, but actually it really needs to be aligned with you and your own truth. And I think that we've not been taught how even to source into that, right? Or to trust that. And so sometimes we can get caught up in other people's 
energy loops, right? That aren't actually really true for us. And then we're like, oh, wait, I didn't want to do it that way. Or that doesn't really feel like me. And then we have to really come back into alignment for what's true for us. I like that. And I've been trying to really have that come across in the conversations I've been having with the individuals I bring on, just really trying to help the audience understand like what it takes to get in line with what you want in life and and overcoming those apprehensions, whether they've been put in to you by your friends and family or your culture, um, and just the individual stories, helping those who are listening figure yeah. that out. But in your experience and with all the people that you work with, what percentage of individuals are capable of following that heart-centered intuition into something that actually makes money, since you do combine that with entrepreneurs? Uh. I would love to know you. The million dollar question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so first I actually, so really I want to name a few things that we're talking about. Number one, we're really talking about conditioning, right? And the deconditioning process. And we can definitely get into, and I want to make sure we address, you know, some of the, the, what do you, what were your words that you use? Like this, I, I called it like a spiritual awakening. You called it. Oh, I called it a Kundalini awakening. Kundalini awakening. Okay, great. So we can definitely talk about that. But ultimately, this is conditioning, right? And so therein, I'm actually going to, I just want to call this out and name it that uh, we have this perception around success around money that even even the perception that what we create has to be turned into money now as a business owner 100% that's kind of the goal right you either have a hobby or a business um but i will just i'm saying this because what i support people with and and really what i'm most interested in is the individual at the center of the the business of the of this life experience, right? I actually have been saying lately how I feel like I really serve spiritual creatives who are on the entrepreneurial path. And so as a result, you as this individual that is on this entrepreneurial path, you are having this process of expansion and that is not linear and it's also certainly not guaranteed uh, but we can go into it. That, but I just really want to name a few things there so that we're not just operating under these assumptions, right? No, I appreciate that. And I have a few more questions because it seems to me that I think stereotypically speaking, you know, a lot of people who might fall into this intuition or I don't know how even how to name it or identify it, but like you call artists, you know, and they're mm-hmm. sculptors mm-hmm. and they're painters. And yeah. if, if we're honest, these are types of people struggle with mm. making money, mm-hmm. you know, historically speaking. And then you've kind of centered it on this niche of like, maybe you're, you're working with entrepreneurs who didn't even know they're intuitive and having crisis within the process that they're going through. Um, so I'm just wondering, like the individuals that you work with, are they coming to you as spiritual people knowing they're spiritual now want to be entrepreneurs? Mm. Or is it entrepreneurs now being like, oh man, like I'm actually having these spiritual crises and I can't figure out how to get through it? (laughs) Great question. Okay. So I serve 
all kinds of business owners. And that's, you know, really they are all the thread that ties through all of them is that they are heart centered, they are purpose driven. Uh, but the actual businesses, um, maybe the only other thread is that they are service based entrepreneurs. I used to work with a lot of product based entrepreneurs when I was also a product based entrepreneur. But really, now I say that I work with service based business owners, and really those who have this calling or gift that's coming through them. Now, some of the people that I work with have gone through a healing journey of their own, right? And now they're wanting to share the healing that they have they have gone on. And so they are really attuned into the fact that they are spiritual beings. Others who have, you know, maybe reached seven figures in a business that is nothing related to spirituality or healing are now having the space to be like, I got to really look at what's going on within me that's blocking me from actually taking this to the next level, having the love that I want, the health that I want, right? So we all, and this actually goes back to one of your very first questions for me, is just genuinely that it's it's truly possible for all of us. I just firmly believe that our timelines are different. And then in particular, what's required on that, and we can dive into all this because I love it, is really about the consistency. And you know this as an amazing, you have showed up consistently to this podcast, into your own personal growth journey as an entrepreneur, as a creative, as a misfit, as a reject, right? And so it's that consistency and that persistence. And ideally, along the way, you are staying consistent and true to the big vision that you create. And ideally, you're also calling in support with solid guides who are going to help you get to that next level. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can relate to a lot of what you're saying. And with the experiences that you've had within your own entrepreneurial journey. I mean, in, in yeah. the first episode we did, you did such a good job of articulating like how you got to where you are today, just through the, all the various entrepreneur endeavors you, you started on your own before, like being a digital nomad was being a digital nomad and you did a lot yeah. of cool stuff with what you have created now. Are you finding that you are, let me think about this question again. I, was, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I want to say you did such a great job of interviewing me on that interview. Like you really pulled out the story and my origin story like <laughs> nobody else had. It was really incredible. So Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. My so, journey yeah. has been a long one. 20 years now. Yes. 20 years. And you've done a lot of pivoting and shifting. So that was what I was trying to get at because it seems like you started off with just, I don't want to say you were, you were a techie. Would you call yourself a techie? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're kind absolutely. of like- tech yep. geek and you were you were that was what you were diving into make your money and now you're transitioning into taking your skills into this new space and how's that going for you like mm. I, I don't know okay. if I'm coming is that making it's okay sense? yeah no totally I can I can um connect the dots and fill it in here a little bit so I 20 years ago got laid off of my last real job and mm-hmm. um, that was fortuitous and you can probably hear all about that in that first episode of ours and uh, for the next 10 years I m- primarily worked in doing the web design and development graphic design illustration had my own clothing line and then was co-founder of two different startups raised money so I have been a serial entrepreneur for a long time. Uh, But in that process, in those first 10 
hard years of <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears in several businesses and so many lessons learning the hard way. Um, one, I really was on that spiritual journey myself, right? That, that path of what I like to say, we really are on this entrepreneurial path, which is like we're rapidly evolving because there is no other path like the entrepreneurial path that is going to put you face to face with all the ways you're getting in your own way or all of this old conditioning and these limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Right. So I knew that I wanted to dive into coaching at this point. I had had powerful mentors um, along the way that had supported me and my massive <laughs> identity deaths and ego deaths and meltdowns and my dark night of the souls. And so I knew that I wanted to be body centered. And long story short, I got certified in a body centered coaching modality um, from the, the Hendricks, who wrote an incredible book called The Big Leap, which I highly recommend everyone uh, read. I'm a certified big leap coach. And that means that and which is very apropos to who I am, I have made very big leaps and bold moves in my life. And so it's, it's very fitting that this is what I help others with. Yeah, that's so yeah. Thank you for tying that in perfectly to my question. So yeah, it's just taking all that entrepreneurial experience, tying it into this current business that you have has benefited you in a way that you're able to mesh them both together is kind of what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah. And you feel like you're in flow. You're in a flow state with what you're doing, striving for yes. and creating as an entrepreneur and as a spiritual being. Yes. So that this is an it's cool because I talk to people all the time that I can see they are not really doing their calling or they wish they could find their calling. And I genuinely know without a doubt that this is my calling. In fact, I look back at old videos that I created or things that I created, you know, eight years ago, and I was still preaching this same stuff. Like, and so, which makes me really see, man, I couldn't not talk about this. This, this stuff is flowing through me. I could not Literally, I don't think I could do anything else. So now I have been running small group coaching programs for seven years, uh, might be going on eight at this point and have done, I mean, I, I did my first e-course back in um, probably, gosh, 2011, 2012. I had already done a video series by that time. So, I mean, I was like an early adopter of social and already playing in like video series and, you know, video online and teaching others how to do video online and sell online and then doing an e-course and now have had small group coaching programs for a long time. And I still also do one-on-one and speaking and yeah, and writing a book and the whole thing. So, and I love it. Yeah, no. And I'd love to jump into kind of why you reached out with, with my, I guess, spiritual death or ego death or whatever it may be. And, and, and your interpretation of what I was describing is kind of really interesting to me because I've sought out answers. Like I've, Mm. I've interviewed Leon white, who the audience knows a lot about at this point, he's been on twice. He really articulated his experience. That was very similar to mine. And with what you heard and what you've experienced, maybe let's just talk about what you've experienced in the past that is relatable yeah. to what I talked about. Yeah. Well, and that's, I, I can't remember where I came across it, but I saw that you had posted something about an episode about this dark night of the soul or something, you know, however you did Kundalini awakening or something like that. And I was like, Oh, I know that real well. And I was, and then it made me think, you know, cause you and I saw each other in Mexico last spring. And I was like, 
gosh, I wonder if that was before or after, or what was the timeline there? You know, cause we could have talked about that when we were hanging out in the pool. Like what, mm-hmm. like, did I, how did I not know this? And it was cause it had to happen after. And so, yeah, I mostly have reached out to Chapin just to be like, uh, just letting you know that not only am I super familiar with what's going on there, but this is literally my specialty. So in my experience and and why I'm so familiar with it, I mean, and this is why I also even wanted to reflect for you and so much of what I do with my clients is even just reflecting for you and kind of almost normalizing it of saying, hey, this happens when you are on the creative path and when you are a seeker and you are staying open that this is going to happen. And it sounds like the way that it happened for you, which actually does happen to a lot of people. I've had literally people call me out of the blue, like, Willow, this thing is happening to me right now. And I don't know what's happening. And it's kind of terrifying. And I feel totally lost and in the dark and scared. And I feel like you wouldn't understand what I'm going through. And I'm like, yeah, I'm your girl. Like, are you talking to trees? Are you like having, you know, this like next level experience in whatever way that shows up for you, but it can be very unsettling if you, and you, and that's exactly the feeling that I heard you have. And I've had that same feeling in a massive, one of my massive awakenings that I had where I was just like, oh my God, I felt like I was so raw and I felt like nobody could understand what I was going through. It felt really like dark night of the soul, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and very lonely and very like, oh my God, can somebody help me understand what's happening to me? I think for the audience to understand when we use the term awakening doesn't necessarily mean blissful or (laughs) loving feeling like what, like it can be different for everybody. Some people mm. have awakenings that maybe that happens to them. My experience was not that fun. <laughs> and still, like even just recently, because I kind of fell off my morning routine of meditation and yoga, which brought me back out of this darkness that I found myself in for like two and a half months. And I can feel it kind of creeping back in. And in yeah. your experience, like, does it continue to ebb and flow? Or do you ever come to a point where you feel like you've moved past that initial experience. I know you've, at this point, you've had many spiritual Mm -hmm. experiences. So I imagine you have a lot of ebb and flows, but say Mm -hmm. from the first one to where you are now, did you ever see a sort of full circle conclusion? Like, ah, now I'm out of that one and I can move forward and that experience is left behind and I can grow from it. Yeah. So in my work, one of the ways that I talk about this is, is recovery time. So, you know, the first time or, you know, and, and let's even put some context into this. I want for everyone listening to understand that, um, you know, it doesn't even have to be what you might consider a spiritual awakening. You can just be in a really dark, rough time, right? And something ha- something usually puts you there. And I want to make sure that I talk about some of my core things that I make sure I'm coming back to, to, to bring myself into a good place um, before we end today, but something usually brings you there. And so in my work and in my experience, um, we as humans, I'm like, how, how far back do I go into explaining Mm -hmm. this? I believe that we are you know, we come into these incarnations and we have lessons to learn, right? So we're going to go throughout this life and we are going to be met kind of over and over again with these lessons that we are here to learn. So your 
unique sort of triggers, if you will, that are going to to take you into a dark place might be different than mine. Um, and I also feel like as humans, we have some very, very uh, similar shared ones, which are usually around the uh, root chakra safety fight or flight feelings. And that comes into financial stability and financial security or freedom or lack of freedom. Um, and some of that like root chakra security feelings, and that can really trigger us. Um, but I want to share a specific one that, and a specific feeling and specific awakening that I had that was so super intense. And we can link this in the show notes, but it was the year that I had chosen to stop drinking, stop doing any kind of drugs. And it was real, it was a real spiritual calling for me. And it was that I had a calling to be a clear channel that it, that I basically had, I literally woke up one day and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to have my energy at all be zapped when I have important work here to do in the world. And so I made a conscious choice. And, and as a result, though, and all the, the clearing that that did and that conscious choice that that did, I actually felt like all of a sudden I was just downloading like massive amounts of information. And I felt so raw. I was like, I felt like I was expanding and and I just was like, I don't know what's happening, you know, and it was, it was, and like you said, like, there's an aspect of it that in hindsight was beautiful and incredible and amazing, but oh my God, in the moment it was confusing and scary and dark and isolating. And I felt like I was like fragmented into a million little pieces, you know? Um, so all that is to say that, uh, yes, I've been on this path many times and do I still arrive here you know, today. And yeah, I, I do. It looks way different. Obviously I'm much more aware of what's happening and my recovery time is shorter. So, you know, that whole year I had so many highs and lows. I mean, I don't even know if I can put a time frame on it on that year. That was back in 2017. Um, but just, just last spring, I definitely can mark a notable, what actually one of my mentors called, uh, productive humiliation. And I also just recently went through this as well again. So I'm, I was two for two last year, but it's essentially where I describe this as a feeling where all of a sudden I feel like I know nothing like, and productive humiliation in the sense that I'm seeing something that I didn't see before. And it, it has a way of making me just feel like flattened. Like there's a, aspect of it that makes me want to be like, I know nothing like what, you know, and so of course, the mind wants to come in and be like, who the hell do you even think you are? Like, you, you know, nothing like what, what have you been doing this entire time? Right? It's just so like, humbling to the core, right? And that's where then though, we can, and this is ideally, you've got a beautiful sounding board or some kind of support in your life that can be like, hey, I'm right here and, and you're safe and I can reflect all of your amazingness because you're still who you are. You're just having this kind of like awakening into a new realm. And so even the one that's happened recently, and now I kind of just call these like ego death or identity death. 
Um, another way to say it is you're taking off the masks. You're being invited into a deeper layer of truth within yourself and what you want to create in this life. And sometimes that can be very, very confronting and very confusing and very scary and overwhelming. So are there steps that you take when you identify this is what you're going through to help you stay even keeled? Like I was talking about my yoga, my meditation, that was really, that really brought me out of that dark night of the soul phase that I went through and kind of still walk along the edge of, uh, how about you? Yeah, you actually named two in my, uh, I think I have about five core things that I look for. So, and this can be, if anything is off. So if I'm feeling a little depressed or I'm feeling negative energy to the, to the point on the spectrum that I'm feeling full force, like, you know, ego death, what have you, there's a a huge part of this really, which comes down to vibration and energetic frequency. If, if those of you listening are open to those terms, right. I know we all hear like high vibe all the time, but genuinely there's something to be said, especially when you're going in that downward spiral to make sure that you're surfacing what's happening in your subconscious mind so that it doesn't start driving the ship, right? So my core things are two of the ones that you use, which is I make sure that I am, I say it as prey, but that can look in whatever way it is. Usually it is like some sort of meditation. Um, It can be a walking meditation. It can be just really connecting to spirit, source, nature, in whatever way that looks like for you, right? Just really making sure that you're connecting to this divine, infinite intelligence, right? That source power. Um, The other one is move. Am I moving my body, right? So there's like pray, move. You could have it be meditate, move, right? Another huge one that I rely on is writing. And writing, are you a journaler, Chapin? Not really. Yeah. To me, this is so, so powerful because it helps you get out what is in your head, right? And so this is an exercise I do with all of my clients, right? That if there is something, you know, whether it's an inner critic, uh, which is big, usually there's some inner critic happening, or even your own just confusion about what's going on, you journaling, it's a form of self-coaching and it can be so, so powerful. But in particular, I, the way I just think of it is like, oh, I want this out of my body. That's actually why (laughs) I woke up at 5am this morning and I had so much going on. So many thoughts that would not let me go back to sleep that I was like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to get up and write you down. And I just was like, get out of my body. And it was, it was like dark thoughts. But there were so many of them. And so my way of doing that is like, uh uh-uh, I'm not going to let you hide in the shadows and eat away and erode my self-trust and my self-esteem and all this stuff. No, not on my watch. I'm going to list them out as ugly and dark and mean and horrible as they are, because inevitably I'll get to the end of that. And it's almost like I like clear it out, that gunk. And then something else can rise to the top. And I mean, just even today, what has happened and what has come into my view, then, then it's almost like the messengers come in to, to show me, to be like, gosh, remember all that stuff? We heard you. You're listening to us. You're listening to what is here. And you're clearly wanting some support with this because you took the energy to put it out and look at it, look at it. And now I have gotten so many messages today, really speaking to this like guidance and this next action that is going to help with all of those things. 
so cool. Love it. And the, the other two. So you got yoga, meditate, or pray. Yoga, pray, move. move, write. Right. Um, I think the other one is just, so I think there's just four. I should look at where I wrote this because now I just kind of do them pretty naturally. Um, but I think the the fourth is really just making sure that I have some kind of support around me, some kind of reflection around me. Um, and so there's a couple different ways to do this. Like one is even just, and again, all again, you can notice and hear in all of this, all of this is really about your vibration, right? So uh, one of the things I'll have my clients do often too, and I have this as well, is like a file of awesomeness. So if you forget your awesomeness, you have a file of awesomeness that you can go to, um, or it might be a friend, or it might be a coach that you can just be able to come to who's going to be like, uh, no, whatever's happening there for you, you know, here's what I see, here's what's really going on. And they're able to reflect that genius and brilliance in a really compassionate way, right? Because there's also nothing wrong or nothing that has to be fixed about where you're at. It's truly a remembering that needs to happen of your divine essence that has been there with you all along. I think something you just said is so powerful for me to hear right now with uh, seeing those, that file of genius in a compassionate way, because right now where I'm at today with that just darkness, that still kind of creeps in the, in the background. Like I see a photo of me surfing. I was like, fuck you used to be good, but now you're fat and you suck. And like, you know, Mm. and so it's like more of a trigger of like negativity, like this, like putting the past on the pedestal as I've heard people say, and it's Mm. like, Oh, you're not that anymore. So I start to resent the now and maybe, and then that, that negative voice creeps in and says like all the things that used to be, and you're not now. And you know, it's like dark cycle. Yeah. So I like what so, you said, the compassion, like seeing that, yeah. recognizing as that was and is still in many ways who you are, can be, whatever. Yeah. And if 100%. if the trigger, if you get triggered, just be compassionate towards yourself. Like you would never tell a friend that. Like I would never That's tell right. my best friend, like, yeah, you used to be good at that, but now you fucking suck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so why well, would I say and- it to myself? That's exactly right. Actually, there's a the process, like I, I shared with you, the, the first process is actually to write out all of the, the darkness. I mean, this is ultimately what I do, which is shadow work. This is shadow work. We're pulling these things out of the shadow and we're shining the light on them so that they can't operate in the shadows anymore. And then what you can do is one by one, actually go through and give yourself what is the compassionate truth about that? So even for you right now, and, and this is so good because you're surfacing and you're hearing the triggers, you're hearing the voices. I want you to write those out so that they're in front of you. They're not operating in the shadows. And then I want you to give yourself what's a compassionate truth that you can give to yourself about this, this person, about who you are and who you know yourself to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. And thank you for sharing that. I do appreciate it. It yeah. comes at the right, the right time. So yeah. you're in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, where we got to hang out, what, not yeah. a year ago, like, like six months ago. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Something like yeah. that. And kind of avoiding the, what, the winter up in Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have a house in Portland, Oregon, but I escape for the winter because I do not like the cold, <laughs> yeah. but I love Portland in the, the, the spring, summer and fall is absolutely glorious there. Just these winter months, I just cannot do it. 
So yes, I'm in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, living this uh, sweet freedom lifestyle that I love so much. And um, But I really, you know, this is such a timely conversation, I have to say, because I have been diving into like yet another next level layer of all of this stuff. Like I said, even for myself, because I have, I have been pers- like truly this shift that I had happened in the last couple of months. And I think a lot of people are having because of just the time and the nature of this time in the world, but has been the invitation to take off the masks and, and that identity death that happened. So here I am 20 years, an entrepreneur. And like I said, like kind of seen in the marketplaces changed, even as a, a coach, a business coach online, you know, the marketplace has changed a ton and not just in the last 10 years, but even in the last two years with COVID and everyone being online and now everyone's on zoom and, you know, it's fascinating. And then the marketing that's, that's happening in the algorithms and the social channels and like all the things, right? And also I am evolving and changing, right? And my work is evolving and changing. And who do I want to be and what do I want to be known for and show up, right? So this is the evolutionary path, just as it is for you in your path, right? In this in this podcast and what you're wanting to do and with your surfing school and all of that, right? So what can you share with us a few of those things that have come up for you personally? You know yeah. with- where you see yourself in the next three to five years and who you want to be and be to others? Yeah, 100%. So uh, one of the biggest ones, and this is why I said it's so freaking timely. I absolutely love it. Like literally what I've been like obsessing about today uh, is all about this frequency and really, you know, I do all this I think a lot of my work, and, and you might get this too for yourself, a lot of maybe our work as humans, as we're following our calling. So I have a program called Aligned and Guided. And this is really about you know coming into this alignment with your guidance. Like, are you listening to your guidance and are you taking action on it? And so as I feel like I am refining what I'm offering, it's really about number one, I know that I've always been someone who helps people get into action and take action and create the thing, right? So I have a little mini offering coming up that depending on when this is published, you guys might be able to see it, but it's um, called Prolific Creator. And it's truly about like, have you, do you have a book that you've been meaning to start or meaning to finish or a podcast that you've been meaning to do or finish, right? Or a e-course that you've been meaning to do, right? What are these things? Because what happens when we are creatives and we don't actually do these things, these callings that live within us, they, it actually starts to form grief in our body. And this grief, Chapin, this is exactly what you're speaking to. When you start feeling that negativity or that trigger or that depression, it's like some part of your soul and your spirit is not actually getting expressed, that it might even be sending you messages and and having you want to do things. But there's some part of you that hasn't acted on those and it kind of starts to feel depressing in your body and grief in your body. Do you resonate with that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's why I started this podcast. It was, I knew that if I didn't, I would regret it. You know, and that's yeah. what drives a lot of my actions and decisions. Like the thought of laying on my deathbed, looking back at life, and questioning, did I, did I do everything I wanted to do? Yeah. And this is my creative outlet. You know, I'm not a great painter or a great sculptor, or you know, but creatively speaking, this is how I see my outlet. Just conversations like this, 
between two people, really transparent, really raw. And I'm yeah. good at it. And I like you it. You are really I, good I, at I, it. Thri- I thrive on it. And it makes me feel good connecting with people like you. So yeah. with 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 you specifically, as you were kind of stating, like, are you in three years going to continue to make these types of courses and and continue to try Yeah, to so, yeah. I mean, even the, last year, I downloaded this whole huge body of work. So this alignment quiz and this entire alignment framework that now I do. So it was, my book is called Double Down on Your Genius that will be coming out soon. And the, thanks to me, you know, really focusing um, my effort on it. And even in Prolific Creator, there's kind of a huge part of it. It's like, hey, I need to finish my book, come in and do it with me, right? That's the invitation. Um, but initially this, when I started this small group coaching program, it was called Momentum and Abundant Expansion, which is still very much a part of this light map framework that I created. Then it was called uh, Light Map Academy. Then it was called Double Down on Your Genius, which is the title of my book. And um, anyway, then last year with all of this alignment work that's coming through and downloading, I shifted it to aligned and guided. Like that's just really feeling more in alignment. So all of this has been evolving and progressing and it's it's pretty cool and it's also you know when you when you're on this path there's no I mean just like any innovator business owner right a a trailblazer there's no set path nobody's out there waiting for this thing that I literally am downloading and creating new, right? So I have uh, all these uh, e-courses right now that are have been a part of this major program. And I feel, I, so I'm sharing, sharing with all of you guys what, what I feel my guidance is calling me to. So, um, so much of my work is about how can you show up and serve with your gift, right? And I mean, you know me on, and you've known me online for a while, and I think you could probably agree or you know reflect for those out there who don't know me that I am someone who shows up online. <laughs> There's no shortage of showing up and shine <laughs> in Willow's world, right? Like I am someone who shows up and shine, and I've got the confidence, I've got the energy, like all the things, right? And I genuinely believe that I'm being called in this next level of expansion for my business and my capacity to receive at these next levels. I am being called to show up, not even more, I want to say, because it's not even more. It's like, it's like, differently or maybe even more in alignment, right? And so there's a way that I've been doing things that has been great. But now I am in being invited to do it in a slightly different way. And it doesn't even have to be drastic. It literally can be, you know, right now there's only so many ways for people to step in and work with me. Well, I need to create more ways for people to work with me and access information. So one of those is like, I got to finish this freaking book and get it out there. I actually have like four books that I want to do. So I better hurry and get this first one out there. <laughs> you know, so it's that kind of thing of like really just following this guidance of like, this is really powerful work and I need to make sure that I can get it into more people's hands. I love it. If you could speak to one audience member right now and give them one quick tip on how to align with that center of creativity and intuitive intuition, what would you tell them? Mm. 
Well, I actually, I'm going to break this down into, and they, you, you all can take the alignment quiz on my site, because this is really going to sh- share with you. It's going to even give you the guidance for what needs to get worked on. But I'll tell you what, usually, you know, and so you might know, sometimes people don't know, they think it's one thing, and it's actually another. Um, but you might know right now, just hearing me talk, are you someone who right now needs to do more listening? more tuning in, more being with your vision, being with this creativity that's flowing through you? Or are you really needing support with the actual implementation of it, the doing and the creating, right? Which actually requires a lot of this relationship with ourselves. Um, There's a third element, and depending on who's here listening, very, very few people are in this place, but this is really where I am. And, and we actually cycle through all, all of them, but this is really the expansion. So if you're someone who's like, Willow, I'm listening to you right now. And I can tell you, I got this real clear channel and I'm totally downloading so many things. And I'm so clear on my vision and I've been doing and creating, and I've been absolutely, you know, showing up in this way. And, but the money's still not rolling in what's going on. Right. Or something like that. Then that is where there is this expansion that needs to happen. And this is a very, this is a, we are not taught this. We are not taught this. And this is actually what I get really passionate about teaching. And really it's rooted in our nervous system. And this is why so much of this, you know, vibrational energy, but also really somatic work is so necessary in this because when our nervous system and this is the upper limit problem, like I was telling you too, right? If we don't feel like we can, quote unquote, handle this expansion, and sometimes even this is where fear of success happens, right? Of like, oh my God, if I'm going to get so famous and then all these people are going to want to talk to me or my family's going to do this and da, 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 da. Like literally the fear of success is that upper limit that we literally we can't handle that expansion. And I've had expansion happen many times and it is that, that feeling that, you know, I've had uh, these times of of the dark night of the soul in times of like destitute, you know, financial loss that have broken me into a million little pieces. And I've also had it when I am falling madly in love and moving halfway around the world and I'm doing keynotes all over the place and my business has like five X and I'm like, I can't handle it. It feels like you're like on a roller coaster and that's going a million miles a minute, right? This very similar feeling. So we have this fear of failure and we have a fear of success and it's all within our nervous system. And how can we help our nervous system actually with this expansive process? So those are three things you guys might be able to identify where that is, but if you can't, you can take the alignment quiz on my site and it will actually not only give you some reflection into each of those, depending on what you get, uh, but it'll give you some sweet guidance around them as well. You're so wonderful. Thank you, Will. And folks can find you at what? WillowLovesYou.com? Yep. WillowLovesYou.com. Check it out. You're the best. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome, Willow. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with me your thoughts, your feelings, your open heart and giving all of us a guiding light, something that we can connect with that could possibly point us into that alignment that you speak of, where we're grounding ourselves within that beautiful creative energy, and then through action, applying it to adding value to individuals and the world in general. That hopefully can not only provide others with a useful service, but also provide us with whatever it is that we need, whether it's financial income, or feeling more of a sense of community, 
or setting our boundaries or having the courage to walk away from something that's not fulfilling us at this point in time. That was the big takeaway for me, folks, in the end when she summarized the three things that you can do to kind of look within what you're doing and see where you land and then see how you can move past that. I know I'm in alignment with my purpose, but I've been chasing my tail for quite a few years as to how to make that more of a viable financial option for me to live in my purpose and make money at it. And so it's the things that I've been doing that are more or less keeping me stuck, keeping me oscillating and never quite breaking through to the next level. And so as I mentioned in last week's episode, you know, there's been a lot of people coming into my life at once in the last few weeks that have offered their services and help and encouragement and belief in what I'm doing to really make me refocus and look at what I've been doing and trying to pick out the things and behaviors and patterns that are keeping me stuck and try to remove those and add key actions and patterns and behaviors that I can utilize to get me to where I want to go. So that's where my head's at. Take a good hard look at what you're doing and ask yourself if it's fulfilling you in every way. And if not, how can you start moving closer to what you want in life? Thank you so much for listening. I think you all are so very beautiful. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Take care. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspire you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.